Dead and Hip Hop album review, the game documentary 2.5. Like we said, man, we was gonna get back to it. We was gonna give you this review as its own entity. If you wanna support the game in the documentary 2 and 2.5, make sure you go ahead and download the album from the description link below. And also, we have a Patreon account. If you don't know what that is, just go to patreon.com forward slash that in hip hop. And that will be in the description too. Make sure you go check up on that, man, because it could mean some big things for your boys. Um, so 2.5, I had no idea what to expect because I don't, I know that the game had said he was going to drop a double disc album. Some people had said he was kind of honoring Biggie and Tupac, Life After Death, and you, you've heard that, right? All Eyes On Me. But those came out, you, you know, you purchased that at the same time. The only other time I can think of something like this, and I'm not comparing these albums at all, but just kind of this strategy, maybe is Nelly. A few years ago, dropped Sweat Soup. No, he's not on it. Yeah. So I had no idea. <laughs> I'm also thinking of the Carter, right? When Wayne would put out Carter One, Carter Two, then he'd have like a Carter 2.5 or a Carter or a Carter 2.1, 2.2. Did you all ever hear those mixtapes, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking documentary two. This was a solid project. What is, you know, is the documentary 2.5, is that gonna be just kind of 18 bonus tracks? I had no idea what to expect. And so he comes on with the skit with Sway, which I thought was interesting. I think a lot of younger people who, you know, didn't grow up like when G-Unit was at its prime, I think that they will appreciate that. Comes in with the first track and he's got Anderson Pack, who I enjoy. I thought that Anderson Pack was a little overused on Compton. But then the third track, which is Crenshaw slash 80s and Cocaine, was phenomenal. I thought that that was just an incredible, that's, that might be the best song I've heard this year. One of the best, I mean, that was great. And so I was like, okay, well, <laughs> You know, this if this if these are just bonus tracks, like why didn't these make the album? Like this is incredible. Putting it in, I, d I didn't know what to expect. Mm. The documentary 2.5, I had no idea, you know, what to expect. Gang Bang, very strong. J Rock and Schoolboy Q, they always, I mean, they're really consistent artists, right? And then the Ghetto, that comes in and you hear Nas, and he's talking about global inequality, and it's Nas too, and it's really like Nas at his best. And at that point, I'm like, these aren't bonus tracks. Like, this is gonna be a dope album, you know? And I'm like, where was this on documentary two? You know, not 2.5. From Adam, I think Cool and Dre produced that track. Extra, that beat, that's just the type of beat that I like. It sounded kind of like a slowed down, just blaze beat. Um, Wayne's hook, I even liked Wayne's hook. But the same thing with uh, the documentary two. With Kanye, I wanted to hear a verse. Like Wayne, he can he can do a pretty good hook, but anytime he's on a track, I want to you know hear a verse. But those are very like intense tracks. So he's talking about gang activity on some of the tracks. He's talking about the history of gang activity in Southern California, and he's talking you know they're talking about inequality not just in Los Angeles and Compton, but all across the world. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the album you get to Intoxicated, which this is kind of a break, right? This is kind of, because it comes in very intense. Then Quick's Groove, which is track 10, 
sounds exactly like the title sounds. I thought it was great. I'm a DJ Quick fan. This was a DJ Quick beat and DJ Quick doing what he does. Like I said earlier, the West Coast has been getting a lot of respect and a lot of interest lately. And people are going back, they're listening to NWA albums, they're listening obviously to the newer guys with TDE. Um, they're going back to the game. I think that this will draw people back to the game. But I thought it was important to have DJ Quick on this project as well because he was such an important part of the West Coast. So let's not forget about Quick. So that was kind of my uh, approach with that or just kind of opinion on that. The sex skit though, I remember when you all were reviewing, I took uh, it off. you took it off, I took the, it off. Yeah. the your album? Yep. Like you just took, okay. When, when you all were reviewing Ready to Die, Mike had said, I think Mike and maybe Ken as well had said, why would any rapper, why do you do this thing where you just record <laughs> this sex skit? And that's exactly what this was. And it was very unnecessary. I've listened to it one time just because I was like, okay, is this, where is this going? And it's, it's not even creative. I think like, like Father Like Son 2, I really like that a lot because that's a track off of the documentary. And I think anytime that you do a sequel, that you should always connect it to the original piece. And I guess I saw a lot more of the connections on 2.5 than I did on the documentary too. And I thought Life, I thought that that was a really good song. I thought that, cause you know, he's talking about relationships. He's talking about his family on Life. And I thought that that was a more mature game compared to what you heard on 2. Overall, like I thought 2.5 was the album that the game wanted to make more so like he's doing collaborations with Nas collaborations with Scarface right I thought Scarface was great um, E40 was on this but not much I think he just inserted a couple of bars so I thought he could have used E40 a little bit more but I thought the production was more aggressive here there was more social commentary there was a lot more social commentary on 2.5 I, I thought 2.5, I mean, you can't use the C word classic, right? Yet until you've got to see like what impact and what influence it has. But that's one of the best albums that I've heard. So while I was maybe a little bit more critical on the documentary 2, the documentary 2.5 I think was phenomenal. I thought it was excellent. I almost wish that the documentary 2.5 was the documentary 2 mm. because I thought it was excellent, excellent album. Man, I'm gonna go back and, 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 and say, I knew that the game was ready. And that first disc, man, that first disc, like we all said, what was it, 18 tracks? And it held all of our attentions. I knew he was ready. And then I didn't know what to expect out of 2.5. I'm like, damn, is he just gonna be like throwaways? Like, what, like, what is it gonna be? Like, dog, like you already giving us too much on the first disc. Like, what is it, what's all of this gonna be? So this dude not only gave you a great first disc, he gave you an amazing second disc, and and Andrew said it. Like I, I think the second disc is the 2.5 is better than two, and I don't know, I don't know if he did that on purpose. But these songs felt even more Cali. These songs were a little bit more introspective. You know, he also shed light on the 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 Bloods and the Crips and everything, and he also had like Father Like Son on this. Like that's a that's personal. You know what I'm saying? Part two, that is a very personal song. And for him to have his own son back, uh, Harlem on there, you know what I'm saying? 10 years later with Busta Rhymes on there, I thought that was great. So I, I, I don't know 
where what what game was thinking but you know for him to be so confident and call this a classic putting these two albums out man I, I i think he has his own case to put it out there like that like i said on the first disc i don't know if that disc alone was a classic but these two combined man i look this is some of game's best work hands down and gang bang anyway how he ends it, he says, bullets pop up like State Farm, nigga, and it goes into the ghetto? Yeah. Bruh, that, like that right there. And then I also like how he had the little radio skit in between, because that kind of signaled the shift in the sound of 2.5. Because at first, it was, it was like kind of hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, Crenshaw, Gang Bang, the ghetto was dope as hell, from Adam, you know, had a lot of different energy, and then he really like Cali swagged that thing out toward the end after that, that uh, radio skit. So I thought, man, look, man, I, 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 I knew he was right. This is uh, like, like, it yo, up to whatever it exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. I had a, a bar set really high, and he surpassed that. So th this is an excellent album, man. And if you follow me on Periscope, you would have seen me bumping that shit on the way to the Dead and Hip Hop shoot. So make sure y'all follow us on Periscope, man. It's dope. You get behind the scenes stuff, exclusive. It's live. Y'all bumping the whip with FIFA, man. And Rod give you unedited cuts behind the scenes, man. Make sure you follow everybody on Periscope. I don't know who preached this before. I don't know if it was either Ken or Mike, but um, I'm glad that I had time to really sit with this with this second disc because I think if I would have rushed it and tried to listen to it or skim through it after listening to this one, I would have probably been like, mm, you know, I like this one better, but I'm not really putting this disc that much. But I'm glad I was able to really sit down with this second disc and listen to it like it's a separate album from the first disc because I, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, look, I'm not gonna listen. I told y'all, I'm not gonna listen to tracks. I'm gonna listen to the first disc, we review that. If we're gonna review the second disc later on down the line, that's cool, because then I can sit with the second disc. But I'm glad I did, because this one, like you said, it does have that that Cali feel. I really, and I thought, just from how it started off with him talking to Sway and all that stuff, talking about some, yeah, this gang shit, you ain't, you know, you ain't gonna never give it up. I'm thinking, like, okay, it's gonna be dark. You know, and Anderson Pack, he started off real good with um with that cocaine 80s joint. But I, I, I love that joint right there. That's that's my that's one of my favorite joints on there. Gang related. I still kind of like the first one a little bit better because I think with that one, game, ga game gave me more of like a variety of like how you can switch up and stuff. He can go over some boom bap New York, he can go over some smooth stuff, he can go over some West Coast. I think this one is strictly Street like West Coast. West Coast. Like he like, look, I'ma I'm gonna show y'all where you know where I come from, blood. Like you can see the bracken, like mm -hmm. how they say Bompton is like Compton but blood, you know, brazy. I bet I didn't see some brazy, you know, like all that blood talk, all that blood lingo he was he was doing throughout the whole album, I thought was dope. And it was so West Coast and Soul Game. You know what I'm saying? It was Soul Game. I think that's one thing I do like about it because I'm like, man, this dude really, he gave a, the first album he gave you like, okay, I'm going to show you this. But this one, I'm showing you Compton. Like, the whole album, I felt like, it was like kind of like when Nas made New York State of Mind. I felt like I was in L.A. when I was listening to 2.5 and I think that's what I liked about this disc so much. That's why, that's why it grew on me because I'm like, man, this dude is really giving you Compton. And I was wondering, just like you, well, I don't know if you said it, but like, I was wondering if he was going to do a part two to like follow like son how he had on the original documentary now his son is older now and he got two kids and stuff like that so i'm like okay that was i thought that was a nice good twist with the alchemist production and everything and i think he finished he, he finished the second disc off so perfectly with life i thought it was the perfect good good way to close out the album the only track only one track i didn't like on there was um my flag and the homies yeah that was the only one i didn't really care too much for i mean it wasn't horrible but it was just kind of like mm. but i love that battle cat track um the one with yg and um, I think it was on E40. 
E40 YG and all them, that, that that's like so West Coast. Like I, mm. when I hear that, I'm like, then in the DJ quick, quick groove. I oh, thought yeah, that, man, like I was waiting for Raphael Sadiq to come and sing the hook in, in on that track for some reason. I don't know why. It was it was <laughs> that perfect DJ quick production that I'm like that I've been a fan of for years since back in the day. He still had that signature sound that I've always loved by DJ Quick. So that was it was just West Coast. I love it, man. I love I, I love this this. Second disc, I'm glad I was able, like I said, sitting with it. Yeah, I know. Because if we would have reviewed that, I'd have been like, yeah, it's all right. It's I cool. Don't this shit. Yeah, I, I don't ain't know it's cool. These tracks. I like this. subs because of you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know but um, yeah, I'm really glad I was able to sit down and enjoy this album. And I, and I, I, I think sonically, I still like the first disc a little, just a little bit better. But I still really do enjoy this second disc as well. So kudos to the game with a great to this album. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I, I, I kind of like the first one a little bit. A little, yeah. yeah, it's like a little bit. It's just better. the energy. I, I think I prefer and I think that's what it was. over the second, the second one. Yeah. Even though I'm not knocking the West Coast, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the West Coast yeah, yeah, sound yeah. that I'm loving with the second yeah. is, I love it. That's why I, I love that. Yeah. That's what I love about it. was a little bit more cohesive than the first one, but the but the first one got like way more energy. energy yeah. And I think maybe that's why I probably like it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. The different styles. I know that's why I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's just the different more. styles that he gave yeah. me was impressive. I think I was really, mm -hmm. I, it kind of caught me off guard with that yeah. first. I was like, it's like, Man. it's like you can ride to the first one, but you can chill with the second, second one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. I'm pretty much in agreement with B. I actually did like the first one more. And the funny thing is, mm -hmm. At the time that we did the first review, I did not like the second one at all. Mm. I was like, this is not good. Yeah. And I was actually driving away and I was thinking, I was like, I'm glad we didn't yeah. cover the second one because at the review, I would have said that I didn't like it. And I think it was because it was too much game yes. at one yep. time. The thing that is so great about this second uh, disc is that it's not a continuation of the first one. Yeah. It's a completely it's different, different album. album. Yeah. And, and I think, yeah. How did he, I mean, I don't understand how he did that. <laughs> like you, if you think of all of the classic double albums, Life After Death and- All Eyes On Me. All Eyes On Me. While those are great, the discs to me don't sound dissimilar. They sound like it's one recording session. Mm -hmm. This does not sound like that. I don't know if Bam Ken's coming in late. Late. Shut your line ass. How we lying? Uh, you late? That's a fact. What you saying about? Oh, oh that. <laughs> I know. He, he ain't shaving nothing. <laughs> No shave. No That's right. right. It's no shave November. It's gonna be like this all night. It's so late he couldn't even turn his lights off. <laughs> <laughs> he even forgot he could turn his lights off. You know that car old as shit. You might wanna go get that. Put him out there like that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Y'all gonna be. No, no. It's a classic. Old cars, man. Classic. It's not one of the old school regals, but it's not enough. It goes off automatically, Mike. It's not that damn How old. It it's not that old, Mike. This <laughs> <laughs> shit's been off for a minute. <laughs> so, I don't know how the game did it. Yeah, I don't know how the game did that to where, I don't know if he did it on purpose. Like, if he if he chose these producers for this disc mm -hmm. and these producers for this disc, but these two albums don't sound anything alike. Like, the first one is hard and it's gangster and it's rough. This one, which was which makes me like it is that it's it's more pulled back, it's more personal, it's still it's still gangster, but it's not aggressive, mm -hmm. which I think is dope. But ah, man, gangbang anyway. <laughs> I love J Rock. 
I love J Rock. <laughs> man, I love J Rock. Schoolboy started that shit off hard as mm. shit. And I was just like, man, I can't wait till J Rock come in here. He 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 switched up. That yes. beat switched up. I was like, yeah. catch your ass leaving the club. Merc you at Diddy's. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but every song on here, like, and then when it rolled into yeah, because Nas sounded like classic Nas. The way he wrote that beat was just amazing. Um, it almost sounded like it was a Nas song he gave the game. Yes, it did. It, it, it almost sounded like that. That's Yeah, it is. It is. And the it way is. he the way he started the track off and just like, man, he, Nas sounded so damn good on that track. But one of my favorite moments, I have to say, was going from Quick's Groove to Outside, because those two songs fit so well together. And my man E40, oh, yeah. always sounding like E40. He <laughs> man. But every song on here, that, I, that one sounds so Oakland too. I don't know if he made that for just because E40 was on it. I or think something. so. It sounds so Oakland. Either that or, or he just mm -hmm. brought that to it because it's E40. Yeah, E40. Yeah. But there is one. There's one song slash moment on this album. Just like on the last project, there was the the one song I was like, "This is bullshit. Game, don't do this shit ever again." The sex song. What the fuck? I took this shit off. You, I, I took it off. Dude, I don't yeah, blame I you. took it off. Yeah, I took Why it off. Why do grown do this? I don't understand why you as a grown man can go into a studio and be behind a mic making fucking sounds with a whole bunch of other dudes in the room. Why are you And it's not even like some homophobe shit. I'm just saying like, what is the purpose? It's, it's, what is the purpose? It's it was the old stupid. to that easy dick shit though, right? That that was on like the yeah, old doggy pounds yeah. and all that. It don't matter. I mean, it's the old. Do you want to be driving? Yeah, we should be way beyond yeah. here. I understand that. I, I, I just I got the purpose of it. it I, I guess never what, get the purpose of that. It was the old. Even back old. then, I didn't get the purpose of that. Even right. when Ice T did it, I didn't get the purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, and Ice T was fucking hard on his track. <laughs> 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 he, he was hard. He, he, he was going to get that shit. Yeah. Breaking the beds and shit. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> this album was great when it hit that sex skit. Even though it said sex skit on my play <laughs> thing, I was like, game's not game, game's game's not going to do that to me. <laughs> Game's not gonna do that. Game's sure enough, here we go. Here you go. Uh, 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 <laughs> you take this dick. You gonna bitch, you gonna take this dick. Yeah. Especially coming from those strong tracks. You yes. like, yeah, then you just you know you like get to this bullshit. Like, what the hell? But that's the only negative, and that's that's pretty damn good. That's the only negative is a skit. Every song on here. I think was class. I do agree with B and Rob though. I did like the first one a little bit more just because I think that that's the sound that I like game on. Mm -hmm. I like game when he's aggressive and angry and pissed off and mean. But that's not to say he don't do pull back, lay back well either. Game is a good rapper. Yeah. So, so yeah, this is this is great. I felt like I liked this one one better, but I think it's because of the first half of, of this this album. Um, the, the second disc was, was interesting to me because of the way it was kind of put together. Because you have the serious, more socially conscious songs um, at, at the top of this album. And then, I want to say right after Quit's Groove, you know, it kind of went into the whole West Coast shit. Like it was an old to the West Coast. It had, you know, a Mustard and Quick on it. Battlecat. You know, Battlecat had a problem. It had all of the West Coast rappers. It kind of took you in two different places. Um, I do feel like the first one was more cohesive than the second one, but I love the topics that Game was, was talking about on the second disc. Um, because, you know, if, if I recall, I haven't really heard Game really address stuff like that. So I thought that that was really, really dope. Funny thing about it is that 
when I first listened to this disc, I wasn't really paying that much attention to the first couple of songs. You know, I was running around the house, just doing stuff around the house, and then, mm. you know, I picked it up when I got back in the car, and I, I recall, like, it was kind of, I don't mean this to come off insulting, I was just busy doing all the stuff. You know, you have music playing in the house, and you run around doing stuff, right? So that's what I was doing. I was like, okay, Quits Groove is where I left off. Put on Quits Groove, and then, of course, it went to the West Coast shit. I was like, oh, okay, so disc one was, you know, this sort of thing, and disc two was all about this whole West Coast thing. I didn't know that the first half of the uh, the second disc had all of those that those type of songs on it. So I was like, oh, man. When I got back and really listened, I was like, oh, man, this shit is really, really dope. The shit with Scarface, the shit with Nas, all the shit you guys probably already mentioned. Um, you know, it was really, really interesting to me. And then, of course, you know, the West Coast shit, which I thought was really cool that he did that. Um, I was a little, slightly put off by Quick's Groove a little bit. When I think Quick's Groove, I think DJ Quick albums. Am, am I the only one that, that kind of felt that way? Like, you know, Quick has always put those on his albums, which just felt weird for it to be on here and called Quick's Groove and for him to do it. But. Again, you know, it was kind of like an ode to the West Coast, and I know he reached out to him, and I thought that, that no, was dope. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought it was dope that he did that. But yeah, man. So overall, I mean, I I, I love the second disc. Um, I thought it was well put together. Um, it, you know, it was interesting because, you know, when we were talking about reviewing, it was 38 tracks, and you know, it's a double album. It's supposed to be an ode to Biggie and Pac. I was like, man, it's all this shit, you know, but. After listening to it, you know, I was glad that, you know, I did take the time to invest and listen to it because originally I was just like, I'm just gonna listen to the first disc and be done with it. But no, I, I, I'm glad that I did because it really showed a different side of game um, that I can appreciate. I would like to see him continue to kind of head down this road because I think he can do it and I think he can do it um, successfully. So you like the first better than the second? Or? I do like the first one a little bit better, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think overall it's a stronger disc. Mm -hmm. Um, than the second one, but I think the the subject matter on the second disc mm -hmm. in the first half before you know he got to get quit screwed, I really 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 enjoyed because mm -hmm. I haven't really heard game kind of talk about stuff like that on mm -hmm. albums before, so it really showed a more mature game and it showed that game is growing up. You've been in the game. I mean, he's been in hip hop for ten years, so. It was, it was good to see that 10 years later you can at least show some type, some level of growth and maturity. Game, if you're watching, like I said at the end of the first one, man, I know you like making projects that are long as hell. I, that, that's, that's just what you do. And this was by far the dopest, longest project that you've done. <laughs> so keep making dope music, man. I, like for me, I don't think you've ever really made like a bad album. You've made some albums I don't enjoy, but you're a dope artist, bro. Just keep, no, no, you game, bro. Just keep doing it. You want to say keep doing you? No. Yeah, I agree. Um, there are some projects of yours that I don't listen to on a regular basis, um, but I've never thought that you were a bad artist. Um, it just seemed like maybe at times you weren't really putting your all into some of the music that you were doing. But I feel like this one, this one, I feel like you put everything into it, and it came out and it showed. You made two great albums like that to me is amazing a lot of dudes can't put out one good album and you put out two full what, three hours worth of solid music you know very little filler so all I can say is great job it's good to see West Coast gangsters doing 
good music and not sticking to like a formula. So yeah, great job, man. I don't even know what. Watch the this one. Shit. I, I, don't, <laughs> I mean, you know, watch that. I don't. It's like, what can I say? It's like, um, game. If you're watching this, uh, thank you. Appreciate uh, really uh, for keeping my attention for two whole discs. Cause you know, one disc, I was like, man, I'm, I was kind of like Ken. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna listen to one disc. But you know, like I stated earlier in the video, I'm glad I was able to sit with this disc and really listen to it. And you kept my attention for two albums. Two full 18 track, 19 track albums. That's super kudos to you. For someone like me, I prefer like J-Rock Lamp albums. 90059 type Lamp albums. But you get you kept my attention. So I think that's the only thing I can really say. You you put I love the I love the blood references you gave me. I, I love how you put me like that song outside, what's that song? Outside with a E4, like you gave me a day in the life of a blood. So like, I love when artists can give me that great storytelling description of a, of how your neighbor, how your particular day is or how, your, how you living in your city or whatever. So I love that. That's one thing I do love about the second disc. Of course, you know, the features, I thought they all held their own. And they didn't outshine you. Like, I, even though that you had Nas and Scarface and all them on there, you still held your own, which is good. You didn't, you didn't get murdered on your own shit. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Yeah, man, kudos, man. I, lo I love it. Love, love both this one, two, and two point five. So, thanks for really having that hunger with this album. Yeah, I mess with it. Uh, you know, I think it's definitely interesting that you have two albums um, that that have two different sounds and different feels to them, and I think that that shows the level of, of creativity and, and artistry that's within you. And you know, I would like to see you know you continue to do that. You all, I mean, you're, you're the artist man. I've been listening to you for years now, so it, I don't think it's ever been a question of talent or anything like that. And I, I love all your albums. I pretty much think I got them all, if I'm not mistaken. But you know, just keep keep doing you, man. I love the growth and maturity that I heard on this project, and I'm really really interested and am really curious to see where you go from here. But. But overall, man, I, I I enjoyed it. You know, like B said, it's 30 something tracks. You know, and I think that to hold, um, you know, I mean, I'm a grown man. I be having grown man shit to do. <laughs> but to hold our uh, my attention like that over the span of two discs, you know, says a lot. With you know, like Mike said, little filler, if any, um, depending on what songs you like or don't like. But um, overall, man. You know, good ass job. If the game's watching, yeah. If the, why wasn't um two? No. <laughs> why wasn't why wasn't two That's one five though. two? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I mean, but but at the end of the day, um, I do appreciate. And and I'm gonna say this because I don't do album reviews all the time, right? <laughs> I appreciate a lot of songs being put out. You know, because I got we've got what 37 new game songs, so this can last a long time so whereas you know when I'm going through and I'm trying to review it it can get exhausting but now I can just kind of sit back and I'm probably gonna listen to 2.5 a lot more than I listened to 2. 2.5 you know I just I thought it was great I hope people do not sleep on this thinking that this is just some bonus mixtape and you know, I don't know his intentions behind it, but I think that this was an album that he really wanted to make. We see a lot of the game, um, and I just, I loved it. It was, it was great.